All right, grab your Bibles if you have them at home. If you don't have them at home, we didn't leave any on the chair beside you at home, so I don't usually we do that at church, but uh, uh, grab them. We are going to be running through a passage this morning that, uh, as we want to put that on hold, we'll deal with some of that stuff later. Uh, we're going to be looking at taboo and uh, what that looks like. How do we talk about politics? How do we talk about religion? Uh, how do we talk about finance in this world today? And I tell you what, God is changing our ability to talk about that and the realities of what is taking place around us and how that is working are things that uh, we just got to continue to trust God in. So grab your Bibles. We're going to be Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 41. And it says this, As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat, and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up, high waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. And Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up, shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the waves and said to them, Silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped, and there was great calm. Then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The, dis the disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? Even the wind and waves obey him. I got to tell you, this passage <laughs> is something that God has been just speaking over and over to me. This question that he asks, why are you afraid? This is one that, as we continue to work through, really week one of some crazy life shift. This question is one that I think God wants in our ears constantly. I don't know if you remember, but just a couple of weeks ago, we were fasting as a church. Fasting for God to do and speak and move us in ways that he wanted to. And as we went through that process, and there was a tremendous peace throughout that week. Do you think that peace was only for them? I don't. I don't think that that time of giving our life, every single moment of it to Jesus, was a time wasted. I think it was a time in preparation for right now. This reality that we are in, that there is a storm raging around us, and we are in a boat with Jesus. What a better place could we possibly be in than in a boat with Jesus right now? And so as we are reading through this passage, there's just some huge things. We're going to keep this short today. I don't want to be, you know, I know you're probably wrestling kids on your couch right now if you're with us or trying to, you know, answer phone calls and other stuff. I know there's life going on. So I want to just, some huge and obvious things as we jump in here, I do want to just make some mention of how do we find peace in the middle of all that we see and hear around us? How do we hear from God when everything else is so loud? Maybe you are sucked into the 24-hour news cycle and you're watching some ticker about infections and who's getting better. And you have taken your eyes off of Jesus and you've put your eyes on the storm and this reality of what is so loud all around us and what people are talking about and how they are dealing with it or maybe not dealing well with it. 
How do we make time when our schedule has changed so dramatically? I know for many of you, you have more time than you used to have. And I know for a certain other portion of you, you have way less time than you used to have. Because now you're scrambling for all different types of things that weren't a scramble before. And so how do we make time for God in the middle of this? He has called us to be a kingdom of grace and peace in the midst of the chaos of this broken world. And so what we're talking about over the course of the next few weeks here is this, this chaotic grace that Jesus does some things throughout his ministry that everyone around him is just going nuts and losing their minds. And he says, why are you so afraid? And I'm sure the people's response has got to be like, the reason I'm afraid is this very real thing, God. What, what do you mean, why am I so afraid? Are you with me or are you not with me? So if he has called us, to be a kingdom of grace and peace in the midst of chaos and in a broken world. How do we do that? How do we move through this time where the world is truly in upheaval? Do we respond with further chaos or do we respond with the question that Jesus asks? And again, Jesus, the Son of God, has never asked a question for which he did not already have the answer. He asks questions because he wants us to begin to think about why we are the way we are. And he wanted the disciples in this boat in the middle of the storm to be able to say, why am I afraid? Where does my faith lie? Is it in this boat? Is it in my ability? Maybe... Obviously, some of the, the disciples would get them to the other side and the storm came up so quickly, they didn't start out aware that this storm was going to take place. So what do they do? How do we stay connected to the grace and peace of Jesus Christ during these times? If you got your notes loaded up on your app, you can start filling some stuff in here. First one is this. Jesus is our God, and he is greater than the storm. I mean, that kind of goes without saying, but it's super easy for us to fall into that reality of looking at the storm around us instead of looking at who's in the boat with us of the fact that we are in the care of God himself and that whether life is crazy or life comes to an end or life continues on forever or with Jesus what change does death bring to that zero Jesus is our God he is greater than the storm. And Jesus is at peace, even in calamity. There are so many times, even during his death, even when he was being scourged, even when he was going through this whole process, Scripture tells us that he just remained silent. He is at peace because he knows that what is right now is temporary. And what he has for all of eternity, what God has put in place, the promises that have been made to us are far longer than today, which means that for today, in the midst of chaos and calamity and panic, we can say, I know that my God is good. I know that my God cares and he cares about me. And if he cares enough to take care of the birds of the air, he will take care of me. But pastor, I'm low on toilet paper. <laughs> 
I bet there's somebody in this church that probably has a role to spare. And if you're that person, spare it. We are the body of Christ. We are his bride. Let's start leaning in to what God has already provided around us instead of looking outside to look for some other solution, some other Savior. We don't need an other Savior. We have the only Savior. So let's keep our eyes on Him. Let's not get distracted by the chaos around us because He sees what we see, but He also sees the answers. He knows what we're freaking out about, and He still asks us, why are you afraid? It's because I'm, I'm looking at what's the problem. Then stop looking at that and start looking at me is Jesus' answer. Now here's the thing. The rest of this passage goes through and it talks about the fact that after Jesus calmed the storm and the other gospels kind of give us a little bit of wrap-up that they got to the other side safely. Right? End of the story here. Surprise, right? No. But they never stopped doing the things that were necessary. They just started putting their attention where it needed to be. When did the storm calm? It's when they freaked out enough to turn their eyes to Jesus, who was taking a little snoozer in the middle of calamity, not because he didn't know what was going on, but because they had not yet asked for his help. Have you asked God for help yet right now? We spent a whole week praying and fasting as a family together. Have you gone before God with your needs? Have you gone before God with the needs of the people around you? Have you gone before God with the needs of the elderly in your family? And say, Lord, we need you. Jesus stood up, said, why are you so afraid? Do you have no faith? And then he spoke to the storm, peace be still, and it was. I don't know God's timing. I don't know his plan for all of this. I don't know what he has ahead. I don't know if he's going to stand up and say, peace be still. But I know that if I keep my eyes on him, it doesn't matter how big the storm is. It doesn't matter how much rage is in the waves. I'm with my Savior. And there is no better. I'd rather be in a sinking ship with Jesus because he's got the answer. He is that answer. See, here's the thing that I think the disciples began to get, and I, I see this because they say it at the end. The disciples were absolutely terrified. What were they terrified about? In verse 41, it says they were absolutely terrified. Previously, they were terrified of the storm. Now they're terrified, and they say, who is this man? Even the wind and waves obey him. You see, God's power is more terrifying than any storm that we will ever find ourselves in. And I'm not talking about terrifying like we have to pee our pants and run away scared. That Not that kind of terrified. I'm talking about the kind of terrified... When you are in the presence of absolute power, that kind of awe, that kind of right respect and right kind of fear, they began to see that this little splashy water thing we call a storm is nothing in comparison to the God in the boat with us. 
So I think we can take a collective breath and say, God, I put my eyes on you and I ask you for help. I will not lack faith because I don't ask you. I'll turn my eyes to you and I'll see your peace and I will see your calm and I'll call your name. I will ask for your help. And I can kind of hear you saying it, though you're not in the same room with me. I hear you maybe thinking it. But pastor, they had Jesus physically in the boat with them. I don't see Jesus or feel his presence at all. All I see is the chaos around me. In the eyes of my family, in the eyes of my companions, take your eyes off the storm. Put them on Jesus. When was the last time you opened your Bible up? When was the last time you shut the TV off? When was the last time you made time? Take your eyes off the storm and fix them on your your Savior. We're starting a discipleship program right now that is simply reading God's Word every single day, reading the same passages, and then getting together once a week, and we're doing that all online now. If you want to be part of that, if you want other Christians to join you in that process, hit that uh, like button. I do want you to sign up. Let us know that you want to be part of that kind of discipleship where every day you know you're going to be in your Bible and somebody's going to ask you about it. Get connected with God that way. Keep your eyes on Him. Be accountable to some other people around you. Take care of your neighbor. I want to hear some positive gossip. Wait, pastor wants gossip. Yes, I want some po- I want you putting people on blast on social media when they do something that's awesome. And then maybe, here's a weird idea, go do something awesome for somebody else. Don't just hunker down. Yes, take the things, uh, the precautions you need to. If you have some issues, make some distance, but make sure that you are not just pulling back from this world that God has placed us in during this time to be salt and light. Share what you have. Not your sickness, but share what you have. <laughs> See, I got to get a little in there. It's all right. <laughs> we love you guys. We're going to do one more song, and then Eva's got some more announcements for us. Let's pray real quick. Lord, you are good. We praise you, and we thank you for all that you are doing right now. Lord, we pray for those that have already been impacted by all that is going on. God, we ask for your health. We ask for your cure. But God, more than that, we ask for your presence. We ask, Lord, that during this time, we would come to know you in a new way, in a fresh way, that your spirit would move in mighty ways. God, you spoke over us as a body that you were going to flood us. God, show us what that means. Show us how you are working. Show us how you are washing away what is old and bringing new life to all that you have in store. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this time. I thank you for the families that are home right now. Let them cherish this time together. God, we love you. We praise you. We fix our eyes on you now in the name of Jesus. Amen. You unravel me melody you surround me with song of deliverance 
from my enemies till all my fears are gone I'm no longer a slave to fear <coughs> oh I am Goodness. I'm no longer We're going to have to start again because I need a drink. My mom basically bought a drink. Man. <laughs> ah. okay. I had some okay. coffee, so. <laughs> six feet, six feet. <laughs> ah. Go to the second verse. <laughs> I just went down the wrong pipe. The farmers don't have a case of water. Our water Good times. All the lights just started going up. Hopefully. Oh no, he's dying. Now people are tuning in.
guys that has got some stuff that uh, is going to get you connected with each other uh, make sure that uh, we are not just doing this whole thing for the adults we have all kinds of children's ministry stuff happening have you ready for us yeah sure all right we'll come on up here I'm always then. ready seriously <laughs> all right guys good job guys really dude hit the heart button the like button like let them know they sound amazing i don't know how it sounds on live, but it sounds amazing here. Um, so just to recap with the app, right? If you guys, um, we really, really want to stay connected with you, download the app and you can get information on like what all I'm about to say right now. Okay. So if you got kids running around and you're distracted, whatever, you can go back to the app, um, and get, get access to all this information. But, um, first the, my church kids at home. So man, Abby and Jennifer, uh, they put together, um, this this packet weekly packet basically that will be delivered to your door on sunday okay if you did not receive your packet today or like you were too late on the sign up that's okay all you have to do is email abby abby at mychurchaz.com okay she will uh drop you off a packet but also um make sure if you're in town Yes, if you're in town, exactly. So, <laughs> and if you're not in town, you will you can receive the emails though. Okay, just make sure that when you email her, you let her know uh, your kids' names and their ages, the grade that they're in. That way, she can put together the appropriate packet for your children. Um, this is probably the only kind of learning my kids will be doing. Uh, <laughs> just if I'm being honest, okay. <laughs> But um, there's there is a, a Bible lesson in there, a little Bible lesson in there for you. There is a worship video activity. There's also an activity in there for you. And parents, there is a small little uh, letter of instruction to help you um, kind of navigate through that. So um, like I said, she will deliver it weekly. You just have to email her. You don't have to email her every week. She said she will just get you on the list. So um, email her, Abby, A-B-B-Y, at mychurchaz.com, okay? Um, you want me to talk about the small groups, the virtual groups? So uh, small groups, guys. So if you like this message here, though, please share this with a friend, guys. Like, don't just keep it for yourself, right? Click the share button. Um, let's let's freaking flood Facebook with this message, okay? Um, but the small groups, we get together once a week. We're going to dig into this word, right? 
Um, um, are we going to use Zoom? Facebook, Facebook Messenger. Um, if you do not have access to Facebook, that's okay. We will figure something out for you, okay? So if you're streaming from YouTube um, or you find this on Instagram, let us know, okay? Uh, type it in the comments if you are interested in joining one of these small groups. Um, we meet on different days, different times, so something for everybody, okay? Um, make sure you comment, small group right here, okay, in the comments, um, and we will get you guys connected. You can also access that through the app, right? Um, there is a button on there to help you guys, just like uh, there's a button on there to email Abby through the app. Is there anything else? Anything else, like, so far? If you guys find stuff that works, uh, share it with other people. You might think everybody knows that and you just figured it out. Uh, <laughs> we just figured out as a staff that we all have iPhones and we can actually in our text message, turn that into a video message between all of us. And it just does awesome stuff. I'm old. I just found that out. I want to share it with you. Maybe <laughs> you already knew that. And you're like, yeah, bald guy. Welcome to 2020. So that's all right. But share stuff like that because there are people that don't know. So right. keep, keep putting that out there. Yeah. So uh, like share other ways that you're able to connect with people, video, chat, messaging. Um, um, we're open to it. So that's it, right? We're going to be streaming 10 a.m. pretty much every Sunday on Facebook, on YouTube. If you guys are not already subscribed to the YouTube, please head over there. You can get that link for the YouTube page uh, in the app <laughs> and also on Instagram um, or it's probably posted somewhere here on Facebook. We'll drop it in the comments for you guys. Um, but make sure you click subscribe. Download the app one more time, okay? Because now we're about to get done. Almost. I got one more thing. Oh, he's got one more thing. So once he's done, text my church AZ app to seven seven nine seven seven. We'll have somebody uh, type that in the comments for you. Okay, that way you guys uh, can stay connected, get alerts, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, the last thing I have is this: that uh, we are still planning on youth camp. Um, that is far enough out that we're hoping everything's going to settle down for that. And uh, Rick and Selena are going to be releasing a video with a lot of the information for parents um, to get ready, get your student uh, signed up and ready to go for that. Um, we're, we're still working on all those things. So uh, be ready and get excited. I'm already looking forward to youth camp this year. But uh, we love you guys. God bless you. Have a great Sunday. Bye. This one's still Bye. on. <laughs> no. They want me to rotate my phone.